It's showtime, baby. Let's go. Woo! This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of some of the best chicken wings around. It's Midwest Best. Make sure you guys go check that out this weekend. Get you some Uno wings. Get you some G-Funk. Get you some ribs. Get you some pulled pork uh, sandwiches. They are delicious. What's up, everybody? I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down there. You know it as the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? We're talking Reds today. we got Buck Farmer on, but we always got to support the best quarterback, the greatest quarterback in the league. I don't care if Patrick Mahomes has won three Super Bowls. Jackpot Joey's the only one that can stop him. So make sure you're geared up with the Jackpot Joey stuff. we got the hats. we got the hoodies. we got uh, the flags. And remember, you're not only supporting Joe in – you wear the stuff you wear. You're also supporting his foundation because portions portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Foundation. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. I am live streaming on ZTV, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Rumble, Twitter, and also if you're on the podcast, what's up? It's on BPod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. What's going on to everybody in the chat? We got Stranger in there, Brad's in there, Crips in there, and Crip and Brad are both in there twice, so they are very excited. To get to Buck. Let's get to this. Let's get to, like I said, I, I called him this. Well, actually, I called him this yesterday. My bald-headed brother from another mother. Now he's not in the background. Oh, there he is. He's come on. Let's, let's see here. See, this is internet. This is live internet show, and Joe has left again. And it's not connected. So you know what? Let's just get to Buck. <laughs> Buck, what's up, man? How are we doing? Good, bro. Like I said, this is a, a live internet show, so Joe was talking to us before the show, and now his computer decided that it doesn't want to work. So, uh, Joe, if you're, if you're watching, you know, jump out and jump back on again and try to connect because it's not working. Dude, it looks sunny and nice and warm there. Uh, I'm a little jealous of this since we're down here in Cincinnati and it's snowing. Yeah, it's uh, very warm here. It's nice. It's a little, <laughs> little chilly in the mornings, but uh, it's a... It's a cool or a brisk seventy three degrees here right now, so it's uh it's real nice. Oh dude, I am so jealous. It's it's freaking snowing sideways here. Like literally. I'm looking out my window right now, it's snowing sideways. I, I can't I'm, wait. <laughs> I bet you can't. I bet you can't. Uh, I'm I'm ready for baseball season, dude. I'm I am really excited for uh the season this year, what you guys got going on. So how uh, how are things going the first uh week of of spring training? Um, going awesome. Uh pitchers and catchers right now are um are you know getting that getting that feeling of you know kind of meshing together getting to know one another and then um you know we're going to start sprinkling some uh position players in there and uh it's it's been it's been great getting to know um some some uh new dudes in the clubhouse and then also getting to see some some familiar faces and um yeah man it, i can't wait i can't wait for the season and 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 to get going dude it's it's like it's like graham ashcraft was on my show last week he said uh, he kind of said the same, same thing. I, I said it's kind of like a family reunion because you guys are around each other during the season more than you're around your family. So I mean, it's it's it it, it is. It's like a family reunion, I think. It is. My, my wife's shaking her head. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm in the <laughs> car right now. So no, you're good. Uh, you're good. Me, but um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a it's it is a family reunion. Um, especially after uh, last year, and then you know, even even some of the um, you know, previous year, um. Man, the group we had last year and just the camaraderie and, and the, the environment that we created in the clubhouse was uh 
was actually probably the best, if not the funnest, I've ever I've, I've ever had the opportunity to be around in my uh, my entire career. Oh, Buck, it was that was one of the funnest years I had as a Reds fan, and I don't remember how long. I mean, it, it was just the the pure joy of the young the young guys coming up and and watching every single one of them hit and pitch because Abbott was in there pitching pitching his ass off. Oh, sorry, kids are kids, pitches butt off. By the way, kids are in the car, so I'm trying to be good here. Pitches butt off oh, this season, but uh, that was that was what was so exciting for me is the 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 excitement the, that these guys brought. You know, I, I couldn't yes. believe it. Yes, I, um, I mean, oh, now you're muted. I don't know what happened, Buck. You, Buck, if you can hear me, you're muted. I, I, Buck, I, I can't hear you now. You're muted for some reason. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, can you cool. Hear us? Hey, I'm back. By the way. Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm I'm, I'm groovy. We can't Loving. hear you, Buck. I don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I went mute, so I, I can't hear you at all. So I don't I don't know what happened. Can you hear us, Buck? Hello, Buck. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? I don't think Taking that as a no. No, with, you with can't the, this, uh... can you? <laughs> like I said, internet show, baby. This, this, all, all this stuff happens. Um, uh, well, uh, I don't know what. To, yeah, I can't. We can't hear you. See if you can jump out and jump back on. Yeah, yeah. Try it. That's what I had to do. Yeah, it's snowing, so it's messing up our internet today. I guess I don't know what's going on. I am not sure. Uh, like he's not muted. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you can, con- Jeff can control the mute and unmute himself, yeah. so. Yeah, yep, 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 still nothing. Something's going on with StreamYard, because like, the issues I had yesterday and then and then back uh, just now, so I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I don't either. So maybe, Buck, if you can hear me, if you could, and don't don't wreck while you're driving, if you could jump out and come back on, that would be great. I could try to, I'll try, I could try to DM, DM him. Hang on a second. Uh. Say so, hey, did I miss anything exciting in the uh no, we were, that I was it, was, back on? it was getting to be a really good good show, but you know. I've hey, ruined everything by coming on. Jump back on again because we cannot hear you. See if he sees that. <laughs> show him show him his show him your phone. There you go. I was yep, gonna say, it. like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. He saw it. I think it popped up on the screen. So Hey anyway. Jeff, how's your Friday afternoon going? <laughs> well, it's going great, man. I don't know what's going on, dude. This is this is crazy. I'm like, because I'm like, I'm getting ready to, to introduce you onto the show. And all of a sudden, I look, I'm going, uh, Joe's not there anymore. I'm like, where'd he go? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's just get the buck. So as soon I, as I you pulled us off and started the show, I, I had no audio. and my, my screen was frozen on my side, so I jumped out, jumped back, and like the uh, it wasn't showing the camera or anything. I'm like, well, what the hell? This is the same stuff I had yesterday. So yeah. I restarted. Um, um, all right. Okay, oh, here's the there yeah, there we, we go. go. There we go. I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> I appreciate it though, because like we're we're having all kinds of internet no issues here right now. <laughs> so, Joe, you got anything for Buck? Good, yes. Do you want to bring up? Well, I, was, I, I don't know what you guys touched on in the intro, but um, you were drafted three different times, and it worked for you each time. You each time you got drafted, you moved up uh, substantially in in the draft. But how was how was what was that like? I mean. When you were drafted out of high school, was it pretty well known that your commitment to Georgia Tech was firm, and that's why you lasted that long, or just—I mean, it was obviously it was your hometown Braves that drafted you, but um, I don't think um, I don't think so. When I got drafted in high school, um, I kind of made it pretty clear it would have to be, uh, you know, kind of a life life changing type moment, or uh, not moment, but like monetary value i guess for me to turn down that type of education and and not only that like that type of wisdom going to georgia tech so it's um, pretty good school i I, (laughs) yeah i'd say i'd say my my, i think i'd say my loyalty towards georgia tech was probably higher up than um me deciding to go play professional baseball at that point so I got a question. How did you get the, the the this is a non-baseball question, but how did you get the nickname Buck? Because uh, your real name is George. So how did you get the nickname Buck? Yes. <laughs> um, so my entire name, uh, first, middle, even um, Buck is all family derived. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so my um, real name, George, was um, from my uncle. And then my great granddad, they called him Buck. So that's ah, okay. where I got that from. That's cool. Well, um, it's it's very it's very fitting because I I love it when you come out of the bullpen. I think like, go get a buck. Let's go. <laughs> I appreciate that. Everybody, everybody tells me that buck's a lot more fitting than uh than George is, well, especially with the beard and everything you, you got rocking. Yeah, exactly. I, I definitely I definitely like. I saw I was looking some stuff up on you and I saw some pictures with you uh in Detroit and you didn't have the beard then. I'm like, oh, dude, man. that's not that, that's not buck. <laughs> Those are the ones we got to send to the archives. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, it. I like it. All right. So we were talking about before is, you know, it's a family reunion, get back together and the, the youth of, of this team. And that's what made last year so exciting for me. And that's what makes, I think, this year so exciting because, like I said, it's not only the positional players, it's also the, the starting pitching. And, like, last year, bullpen, you guys saved, saved everybody's ass last year because our starting pitching, we had, I don't know, 17 different guys start for the Reds last year. And you guys still came in and were consistent all year long. And David Bell, I, dude, I don't know how your arms didn't fall off last year to be specific because he used the hell out of you last year. <laughs> like, how do you recover from something like that? Um, you know, I think uh, I think that everybody down. You know, I can speaking for myself, and then I think for everybody that was down there. That um, I mean, for the most part, that remains stays. Um, I just think everybody down there just really enjoyed having their name called. I mean, and, and again, you know, everybody just talks about how much our names were called and everything, but at the same time, everybody down there had a sense of pride um, of, you know, wanting to take the ball every day. And then it, the recovery thing, I mean, I, you know, I guess that's just going to happen. Um, it's a lot slower now being almost 33 and I'll say that it's going to, it's the recovery starting to tick, tick down. But, I feel uh, you brother. I feel you. I'm, four, I'm 48. So I, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not professional of anything and it hurts when I get up. So I, I feel you. So, um, but yeah, I, I just think, um, I think everybody goes about the recovery in a different, different manner. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, I think, I think up until now uh, I find kind of find the, the, um, the way to, I guess, go about it. And, um, yeah, I mean, the recovery's there and, and just get ready to go at it again. So the recovery, uh, how you're recovering, has it changed from when you first started, like, in college to now? Because I know I heard a lot of people talking about, you know, football players, and I think baseball players do this too, is, is the cold tub. And and people are saying you should do the – some people are saying you should do the cold tub before you, like, exercise or something like now. Do, has there things changed from – like I said, from college to now to, to recover uh, from your arm, your arm from, from uh, outing to outing? I think, um, yes. I mean, let me change that. I think, I think the tools that we have now, um, I would say, I mean, granted, you still have your, your, your ones that have been around for, you know, how many every years. Right. But I think the tools as well as the knowledge that is there now is um, far exceeds uh, what it used to be. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's just wild, the amount of stuff that's at, at our disposal now. Um, and I tell you what, ever since hitting 30, man, I got to throw the gambit at my body. And, and try to, I, uh, I, try to, I try to trick it every day and just keep it on its toes. So Mind over matter, baby. Mind over right. matter. Like, right. It don't hurt. It'll, it gets, it'll it'll never it'll never get into a pattern if it doesn't know what's coming. Right, so. you're, you're you're like you're like you're like Rocky Balboa. That don't hurt. That don't hurt. Yeah. That don't hurt. Let's go. <laughs> just just wait till you hit forty, man. It's dude, I'm almost fifty. It, it, what are you whole, talking about? <laughs> it's an entirely different animal. Well, I mean, you can tell us about when you get your AARP card in a little bit here soon, too, hey, Jeff. So. Oh yeah, wait, the, the kids can't see the screen. There, take that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we got some uh, questions here. Uh, Brad wants to know, Buck, did you prefer being a reliever or a starter? I'm sure you've gotten that question before. Oh, I've gotten that question a lot. Um, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, like, they, starting pays really well. Yeah, that's a big uh, big difference there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually prefer, I actually like being a, a reliever, um, mainly based sheerly off the fact that you know, if I, and you know, it's going to happen. It's, it's part of the game. Um, if I go out and have a bad night, um, 
the, I, I get the opportunity to come back to the yard the next day and, and, and get back after it. Um, being a starter, if you go out there and you, you know, you have a two or three inning outing and just, mm-hmm. you know, not have a great day. I mean, you got to kind of fester on that for four right. days before right. you get your next opportunity. So I think that's my thing is, is the mental part of being able to, um, know that the next day I have the opportunity to come back out and, and just do what I need to do. Yeah. You got to have a short-term memory, especially, especially as a reliever. And that, that to, for me, I think that would, like you said, that would help. Cause you're like, all right, I had say I had a bad outing or whatever. You go back the next day. All right. You don't have to think about it. You hurry up and, and, and put that behind you. The, the exactly. starter, like you got to think about that until, you know, five days, your next start. So that, that would yeah, mean at me as a reliever, I can go, you know, go have a beard, wash it off. And then as a, as a starter, man, you got to go have 10 beers next <laughs> four nights and wash it off. But, hey, 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 Joe, I, I, I just think I heard Buck invite us to go have a beer with him. I, 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 hey. that's what I Yeah. But <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's treat. Jeff's treat. Absolutely. Hey, if I hang out with Buck Farmer, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, it'll be my treat. I'm, I'm good with it. I'll, I'll, I'll be down for that. So Buck, um, so I, I do do things on here. I, I give everybody nicknames and stuff, and I, I call the, the the Cardinals the Tweety Birds. I call the Cubs the Shrubs. I call the Milwaukee Brewers the uh, Droolers, uh, and the Pirates they just suck. But for me, this is one thing I, that I, I kind of thought of last year with with the bullpen, and and, and it wasn't you know like in 1990, uh, which you weren't even born then. I know you're not you're born in '91. So in 1990, last time the Reds won the World Series, they had the Nasty Boys. So I was kind of thinking about this last year because there's, your the whole bullpen was a, a a group of guys. It wasn't one. Yeah, Diaz was the all star, but I mean there wasn't. You know, all my guys rely on this guy, this guy. It wasn't like three individual guys. It was everybody. So this is the I want to hear what you think about this. this. Is the nickname I got for you guys? If 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 you want to use it, you can. But I'm thinking the the bullpen mob. Oh, I'm I'm in on that. We are a mob. <laughs> That's all we. Yeah. We're we're just crazy enough to you know to just come out and start a fight with you, but tame enough to get our job done. So, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good with a bullpen mob. Good bullpen mafia. Doesn't matter. There you go. There you go. Bullpen mob, bullpen mafia. There you go. So what you brought up to? bullpen and fights. I, <laughs> my favorite thing is anytime there's any, any kind of incident, whether it's like an actual knockdown, drag out uh, brawl, or just everyone just coming off the bench, uh, you know, just, just kind of milling about is when the bullpen's, like and you half the time everything is kind of settled and then you have We're everybody from late. both bullpens <laughs> coming in starting shit. Dude, again. you guys gotta be and tired like, by the time you run in there. Like I ain't swinging on nobody now. Three hundred fifty foot jog. Like <laughs> what's in your mind? Like like when you see people start to come out of the dugout, is it like ah oh, crap? Here it comes again, or are you just at, at chomping at the bit, like waiting at the gate? Like, come on, let me out, let me out. <laughs> no, I mean we're. We're, we're ready to rock whenever stuff like that happens. But again, like you said, half the time we, by the time we make it there, I mean, everybody's already, everybody's already respectively gone back to their dugouts and everything's calmed down. I mean, you can't make it a lost trip though. You got to do something to spark it back up. Well, I mean, honestly, we'd be best fit if we just did our own thing out in center field with the other bullpen. That would be awesome. But like, like, like a goalie oh fighting hockey. Yes. But like, anytime there's a fight in hockey, like the goalie score up. No one messes with the goalies. Exactly. The goalies score, you know, fight it with the score it with themselves. So you guys can, and you, there's some pretty big, you guys got some pretty big boys down there in the bullpen. So oh, yeah. that, that, that would be, you guys could take on pretty much anybody. All right. Oh, yeah, all right. For sure. Next time there's a fight, Buck, you just you just leave the charge. You sprint right to the next bullpen and just start beating their ass. <laughs> don't even let them get out of them. Bam! Bam! Yeah. That's right. I don't want to run that far. <laughs> I, want to, I want to make the umpires come get us, not us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. All right, that's here. Uh, ZTV, Joey Carr, my boy, wants to uh, ask you a question. What are you looking forward to most this season? Um, I think just – on it, man, I, that, that's that's tough to pinpoint. Um, I'm looking winning the World to Series. Of, yeah, winning the World Series. I mean, that's <laughs> on top of that. Just I mean, watching everybody else that had such an impact last year, watching those guys grow and move forward. Um, I think that's um, that's step number one. And then I mean, yeah, like I said, letting those guys lead, you know, lead it, lead us to the World Series, and and, and just get to that postseason and, and get that feeling in in Cincinnati. Absolutely, dude. And this town will, as you saw last year, this town will go absolutely nuts when you guys when you guys uh, get on this winning streak. And the thing is, um, are, are you guys doing, or do you think you have to do something different to make sure you get off to a good start? Because I think that's a key. Because 
I told, like I said, I told Graham this. I said, game one and game one, one fifty mean the exact same thing because we only, you guys only missed the the playoffs by two games last year, two games, yep. which just kills me. And then the Diamondbacks are the ones that won to the World Series. Yeah. So, are, are is there something that you guys are mentally trying to do differently? Because, because we last couple years we've gotten off to slow starts. Um, I don't think I don't think there's really anything that needs to be done differently. Um, that's that's the one thing that I think um, we have to keep keep in mind is that you know essentially with the exception of you know a game here or there. Right. Last year last year was I mean what was who we are as a team, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, granted there there was a, probably you know a few games where. Um, you know, small little things. If they go our way, we win those games, and, and we're in the postseason. But again, it is staying true to who we are and just playing our game. And I, I don't think really anything needs to change. It's just um, maybe a little bit more attention to detail to get you know those one one run games in our favor instead of the other team's favor. All right, Joe, what you got? I. Can you take us back to uh, June twelfth, the Ricky Karcher game? <laughs> oh, man. Wild you thing, win, baby! You Wild got the win thing. in that game. You pitched one and two thirds innings. Like you, you did your job, but yeah. Ricky Karcher comes in. <laughs> were, were you in the uh, were, were you in the clubhouse by that time, or did the? Please tell me you're on the rail. <laughs> what what a special event that was. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, so I had like I. And I don't know why this is, but ever since I became a reliever, um, uh, I had the opportunity when I was a reliever, I had the opportunity to be around a, a few guys that um, had been doing it for a little while. And they always they, they always told me like, hey, once you're done, you're done. Um, and, and they told me to stay in the clubhouse. Um, so ever since then, early on in my career, I've, I've never I've never gone back outside. Um, except for maybe a handful of times in my career since I've become a reliever. So unfortunately, I was not out there for that spectacle, but boy was it fun to watch on was it fun to watch on TV. Dude, his pure look of just shock and oh blank. Oh, yeah. What the hell just happened? And dude, if it wasn't for uh, not Maley, it was um uh, uh who's the catcher? Um oh Steve O. No, it was up uh, uh, the third Casale? Casale, yeah, Casale. Oh, Kurt. He, yeah, yeah, Kurt, Kurt Casale. Right. He caught him. If it wasn't for him, dude, he would have threw that that ball to the backstop like five times. I mean, Kurt Casale has got to get an award for that. He's catching balls up here, down here. Oh I mean, my goodness! It was unbelievable, man. I, I think that was Kurt one. I, told Ricky he had to go. I, I think uh, Kurt told Ricky he had to buy him a Rolex. Yeah, that game <laughs> because <laughs> of how much he had to do behind the plate. <laughs> he. he he probably had to ice up every part of his body after that game. <laughs> that that oh, was, man. and the best part, you know, a being, a, being a, the best part being a Bengals fan, you got he did it uh, against the Kansas City Royals. So we, we can't stand the Chiefs, and yeah. therefore I don't like the Royals anymore either. So that was good. So speaking of football, you're you're a Georgia boy. So are were you a, 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 a Atlanta Falcons fan, or did you have a football team growing up? Um, man, this is gonna taste like turpentine coming out. But uh, I mean, I grew up a Bulldogs fan. I mean, yeah, really. It, I, you know, I went to yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we were kind of a. It was funny because me and my brother were Bulldogs fans, and my dad's always been a Georgia Tech fan. So it was kind of like a, you know, it was just like a thing growing up. And then all of a sudden, I went to Georgia Tech. But um, man, I've never really, I've never really grown up a Falcons fan. I've, I've, I've loved just watching, you know, the NFL and the sport, but never, never had a. Um, you know, never really had an NFL team, honestly. Well, you, you should. I, I I recommend you adopt the Bengals because you guys are going to win the World Series this year, and they're going to win the Super Bowl. And it's going to be you know the, the Ch- Champanati is what we're going to be starting to call it. So since that, we're going to Champanati because the champs are here, baby. The champs are here. All right, so Green we were discussing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we, we were discussing on the uh, show yesterday that it came out this week about the uh, the new uniforms and the way the logos and names look and the way the materials, it's, it's, it, they're using different materials. How do you guys feel about the, the, the new uniforms right now? You hate them? You I like think, them? I think unanimously this club, the, our clubhouse is, I'm, I'm going to put it, not, not a fan. Yeah, uh, that's what I've heard. 
they just uh, they got the pants wrong. The jerseys are almost like a they're like a basketball jersey material. They're not like oh, wow. a, mm. uh, yeah. I mean the material has completely changed. Um, I mean it, it is legitimately like putting on a basketball jersey with um, with sleeves. And I mean better put some tape on your nipples then. They, they yeah, might, they I mean, might start hurting. <laughs> yeah. Wear an under wear an undershirt for right. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I knew there was going to be some growing pains with this just because, um, what was it, who was it? I think it was Majestic. Or was it Majestic before? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, they essentially had like tailored pants to the player. Like, oh, nice. Um, I mean, they'd give you a set, they'd give you a pair of pants and they'd really, you know, they'd just kind of ask for your feedback in them. And then, you know, that's how they develop everybody's pants. Oh, um, nice. Now, Nike has kind of got it to a way where they're they're putting us in what they call buckets, um, meaning like they have a, you know, a size from, you know, X to, you know, from A to B and then from C to D. And, you know, there's they're just different, like, I don't know, buckets and they're all kind of generic almost. Oh, wow. So the guys are getting pants that are, you know, don't fit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like guys, they're just um, some look like bell bottoms. Like if you went, if I, I'm not kidding, man. I'm not kidding. If you went, if you went with a like a like a non tapered pant or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Man, they look exactly like '90s bell bottoms, man. Oh, like Tazel. Yeah. God, that that yeah. sounds awful, dude. So are they are they trying to change this for you guys, or what's what's going on with this? You know, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to go moving forward, honestly. Um, I'm sure at some point if they get enough, um, if they get enough, like, drawback or just, like, you know, not – guys not being happy with them. Like, I mean, they're going to have to do something in the end, I would I would think. But, yeah. you know, who am I? I had heard that they already – I don't know if the Players Association had gotten involved outside of just, you know, that the, they've – have had a lot of complaints, but just, I mean, the jerseys themselves, I was at a uh, Dick's sporting goods just a little bit earlier this afternoon, getting uh, baseball gear for my kid. And they just, they look generic. The logos yeah. don't look right. The names, like the, the names are smaller and more arched. It, it just looks awful. And, and it's, why are you letting Nike dictate, you know, things that are never mind aesthetics, but things that matters of comfort, like, like for your, for your players. I mean, baseball is a, big enough company that, that yeah. they should be able to give specifications yeah. and it's just confused. It, it's just irritating. We'll put it that way. Exactly. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the first thing I noticed when I walked into the clubhouse, honestly, was it's like we went from 18 point font last year to eight font this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. You know, it's, it's like they went to from times new Roman to something else, you know, it's like, it was super weird. Maybe, maybe they did that. So Encarnacion Strand can get his entire name and the hyphen in because it's a smaller and more yeah. arts. He can get every single letter. So that's, you know. His, his name's the only one that actually looks regular now. <laughs> I bet so. I bet so. Uh, Paul Painter's got a suggestion here. He says, where's the uniforms from last year? Just start wearing those. <laughs> oh, boy. That would, boy, would that cause chaos. <laughs> Hey, you know, you, you know, you can always do. You know, I'll, I'll give you some Reds history here. Like Ted Klazuski, who was a, a, a Reds uh, first baseman back in the fifties, uh, he always said his arm got he had big arms before everybody started working out all the time. He had, and his arm got caught up in the sleeves, so he just cut the sleeves off. So you, you guys can all just you know take the scissors and, and tailor them to yourself. Well, who I mean, who was it a few years ago that boycotted the uniforms? It was like a somebody. Um... Somebody cut the uniforms up. Um, oh, it was in Chicago. Yeah, well, he cut them up because he didn't want to be. He wanted to be traded. It was um, oh, sale, sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sale? That's okay. right. yeah. That's right. yeah. He yeah. cut he cut the White Sox uniform up because he wanted to be traded. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I mean I don't I don't think it'll get to that point. That'd be a yeah. I'm sure that'd be a hefty fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean it, well, yeah, I somebody's got to take a stand, damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean I think I think in the end. I think something's gonna happen. There's gonna get some. There's gonna be some involvement somewhere. Yeah, but Buck's wife's in the car. She's going. No, don't do anything to get fined. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever the uh, whoever the player rep is, they're the one that gets yeah. to take the uh, <laughs> take the heat on that one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, you've been on for almost thirty minutes. You got time to hang out somewhere? Or you you got to get going. 
yeah, yeah. I got I got a few more minutes I can hang out. Yeah, we're just on the road. The kids are one's asleep and the other one's just hanging out. So all right, now they're asleep. Now we can really start cussing. No, I'm just <laughs> blast the blast the hard rock music and everything. No. Yeah. No, um, actually, speaking of that, somebody did, uh, asked a question here. Uh, what? Yeah, here it is. Joseph want to know what is your favorite tunes to jam to? Like, you got a a, a game day or a bullpen of uh, song you like listen to or something to get you hyped? Um, I mean, I don't I don't have one particular song. I got a genre. I'm a big classic rock guy. Oh, yeah. all right. Who's your uh, band? Who's your band? Yeah, I, I, dude, I'm I'm all with ACDC. I'm you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm in that that era like Aerosmith. Um, you like Led Zeppelin? Like, Love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You got um, and then Motley Crue. Um, what about the, grunge? You like, you like Pearl Jam and stuff like that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because that that's that's my era, dude. I, I was in high I'm school. All in on that era of, yeah. of, of yeah. music. Yeah, I was in high school when when the quote unquote grunge came out. But yeah, Pearl Jam, STP, uh, 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 Stone Temple Pilots. I already said them. Um, oh, Nirvana, Nirvana, Chains, yeah. Soundgarden, yeah. Soundgarden. That's what I was trying to think of. Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. Yeah. I love it. I'm hoping, so, yeah. Grow, growing up, that's all I listened to because when I was in the truck with my dad, when we, uh, I always, you know, when I was little, I would always do um, go cut grass with him, like do landscaping and stuff. Right. And man, he had the uh, he had the cassette tapes that we'd just throw in, and it was just always that genre of music. So that's a, I grew up just listening to that, so kind of gravitate there. Your dad's a good man. I'll I'll, I'll tell him that yes, right yes. now. Yes, <laughs> you, you, you grew up right. We'll tell you that. So are you, you going to come back out to uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac again? I know you had uh, the chain, which. Yeah, so that's uh, Fleetwood Mac. You know, I'm I'm trying to trying to figure out what my my song is going to be. I think I'm leaning more towards uh, CCR, so uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. Ah, oh, I love uh, that band. Yes, I'm leaning one of their songs, and then there's another one that's kind of um, that's kind of in play right now. Um, so we'll we'll see. It's gonna be in that area. It's gonna be in that genre, though. I guess it kind of returns on like what kind of a vibe are you looking for? Like something like uh, uh, the Diaz Brothers, where they're getting this music that just gets everybody just hyped. You know, I mean, obviously, everyone's yeah, everyone's music is a little bit better than uh, Alexis, but not much. But yeah. or some guys just I mean, want some kind of chill song. Good, uh, just to... you just gotta have a good strong like guitar intro. I think. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what makes it. I think it kind of gets the fans and everybody everybody rolling in and everybody into yeah. it. Uh, Joey Carrier says we gotta get you in the, in the post Malone. All these people. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're into post Malone or not, but that's, that's one of the suggestions. <laughs> so I got a question for you. So once you pick your song, do you usually keep the same song all, all year long, or do you do you change it up sometimes? Oh. Oh, we lost them. We lost them. Um, apparently Brandon Williamson used a, uh, uh, used Post Malone song. I've got really? their, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got their, uh, walk up music. So ah. I wouldn't know a Post Malone song if someone shouted it in my face. Uh, I'll, what would, I'll, what would your walk up song be? Ooh, what would my walk up song be? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Let's see if we can connect again. Come back. Come on back. Come on back. Buck. Um, uh, well, actually, you know, my, mine would probably be um, Hell's Bells or uh, Inner Sandman. That, that would probably be my walk-up can't, song. Can't use Inner Sandman. That's a, that's already in the Hall of Fame. I know, but uh, you just asked what mine would be. So that, that's what mine would be. What's up, Buck? Welcome back. We're back. Oh, We're back. back. We're back. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Now you're went good. A, uh, went through a tough area around, out here in Arizona. You know, you're all good, brother. Kinda, you're all good. Kind of crushed me a little bit. Yeah. So uh, my question was, do you do you for your music? Do you usually keep the same song throughout the whole year, or sometimes you change it up? Um, I mean, yeah, generally I, uh, I I keep the same song. Um, I feel like you know if I if I try to um, hit the media group with a new song, I kind of you know put a little extra work on them maybe, <laughs> and then also too it just kind of throws everything into a into a whirlwind at that point. So, so do you ever have to like uh, do you have a discussion with the other relief pitchers like okay I'm picking this song you can't have it do you guys have dibs like you ever have to fight over the song? I think um, it's very honestly it's very rare if we all come up with or if you know one of us come up with the same song. Um, some I've seen it happen and generally it goes to the um, 
I would, I would say generally it goes to the veteran or the, uh, I guess the higher authority you could say, um, <laughs> on who gets it. But, um, guy, you know, guys normally have, you know, probably two or three songs in mind and then they just kind of choose from one of those. Right, right, right. That's cool. I just really appreciate that it, you don't have country music because I, too many, like, I'm, I'm not a country music fan and if you like it, that, that's cool. But so many ball players have country music songs coming up and I'm, yeah. I'm like, uh, God, uh, Jason LaRue, and I, I can't remember the song. It, it was. I'm a country boy. Is that what? Okay, is that yeah, what? Yeah, the country, okay. country boy by Hank Williams Jr. Country, yeah. yeah, okay, Hank Williams. And every time I like, like country, oh, so I, I know these can, things. Can can we I just like can we just skip? Can we just skip the music? Just make make make, make the oh sorry the play <laughs> button didn't work. Sorry, sorry LaRue. <laughs> so Buck, with with uh, uh, spring training starting, how? How monotonous? Like, what's the most monotonous part of spring training? Is it? Is it the? End? I know it's not the beginning. Is it the end of it where you're like chopping the bit to get there, or is it more of the of the middle of it? And how do you get through that? I think it. Uh, I think it's more towards like the middle of it when we start. You know, we kind of get into games, um, and it's like you know we're we're two weeks into games, and and if you're not pitching in a game, you're doing you know. Um, PFPs and, and just kind of staying back. I think it gets to a point where guys have thrown and been in game action enough um, or even on the, the position player side of that where it's just like it's just kind of like uncle man and, and you know let's let's just get let's just get going. I'd, so I'd say right. I'd say probably midway through after starting games is when guys start getting a little antsy and and um, start wanting to just regular, you know get the regular season going. Right, right. So, what do you do? Like, you have any other hobbies for your off days? You, you do you golf? Do you go out fishing? You just go out and get a, get in a bar fight? Like, what do you do? Um, yeah, bar fights up there on my on my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I generally just um, I mean, if I can golf, I golf. But normally, I just hang out with my family. Um, yeah, we the we're lucky enough this year that we um found a house that has a pool and everything so i just head back home and are you are you staying here in cincinnati just sit there and, and swim. um yeah yeah so we stay in um up by the like soccer stadium area oh the west the end line. okay OTR. sorry okay yeah, yeah, i got you i got you i got you yeah yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you're on the yep. best side, which is you know the west side is the best side of Cincinnati. So just gotta point that out to you. <laughs> oh. East side. <laughs> I think we might be losing again. You still there, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? We hear the road. I hear the road. You still there? There we go. Hey, you back? He's going under under an overpass. Oh, there we go. There we yep. go. All right. So I, I would just say, just just to let you know, you you know what side of town is the best, right? It's the west side is the best side. You know, just just to point that out for you. Okay. Hey. Well, I guess we're on, I guess we're on the best side. I think. <laughs> um. Just Joey lived on the east side for whatever that's worth. So. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Rest in peace, Joey jo- jo- Joseph Daniel Votto. But yes, he lived on the east on the east side. I I know where his house is. So. The kid, oh, wait, you, <laughs> you stalk him? Is it, 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 uh, no, I was I was actually uh-huh. in, yeah. in, uh-huh. Former, uh-huh. in a former life. I was a chauffeur and I drove him a couple times. So I, okay. I, I, I I'm not, I'm not uh-huh. telling anyone where he lives, but I uh-huh. I know uh-huh. where he lives uh-huh. or lived. <laughs> Lived. At least we'll put it that way. Exactly. <laughs> speaking, speaking of a Joseph Daniel Votto, the Canadian Cowboy, what was it like playing with a future Hall of Famer? Uh, you know, I know it's two different uh, positions, but I mean, what, what advice and stuff did he give you? What was it like playing with him? Um, it was incredible. I mean, Joey Joey's a different cat, um, but he's a he's a great dude, man. And and I can't say that I've been around a guy that um, not only cares about the game as much as he does, but also about the other people in the clubhouse and, and how they perform as, as, you know, just players and um, just as people. Um, Joey cared a, a lot about not only, you know, like I said, not only how he did, but more so about the people in the clubhouse and that he was around. So, um, man, it was, it was, um, it was awesome to play with Joey and, um, you know, talk with him whenever I could and, and, 
you know, it, I, words can't describe it. And then, you know, it, just some of the, the, just some of the knowledge he gave me was, is just invaluable um, coming from him and being able to sit there and just, you know, talk to him about whether it be pitching or just, just baseball life in general was, uh, right. was, was awesome. Yeah. I think it was funny. Cause I remember last year when he, uh, you guys are on the, on the, I think uh, you're on the, the winning streak of like 15 games or 13 games, however many it was. And I think that's when Joey, Joey came back. I was right around that time and people were worried, well, if Joey could be able to, to get back into the clubhouse and, and not mess this up now, everybody's like, what are we going to do without Joey Votto? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of funny. I mean, I, I would love to get him back. He's been, and I, I, it's going to kill me to see him in another uniform. But by the way, have you, have you seen the pictures of him lately? I think he's trying to catch up to you with with the beard. You know, he's, he's, yeah, he's, oh he's yeah, I keep up with him on uh, social media and uh, everything. So he's a uh, he's a uh, he's got a solid beard going. I'll say that. I mean, I don't know why I don't know why he didn't keep it during the season at all. I, but I guess that might be just who he is. Yeah, he Imitation always... is the most sincerest form of flattery, Buck. It's he's <laughs> he's trying to be he's trying to be you, buddy. He's trying. He's like, I want, he's like, I want to be like Buck, like Buck. I wish I, I could have a like uh, career three hundred average. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Don't we all? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. All right. So, what, what's it like uh, playing for David Bell? I know David Bell. Some of the moves he does irritates us Reds fans, me included. Um, but I do think he's a good manager, and I think he's created a, a culture there. And most most of the guys love him there. But what, what, what's your thoughts on playing with, with DB or, or playing for playing for DB? I love DB. He's um he's an incredible baseball mind. Uh, I'll say that. I mean, as a human being, just away from the field, he I've never been with a manager that cares as as much as DB does about his players and and just how they how they are as people. Um, I think he cares more about. Um, us as people away from the field than he does who we are at the field, honestly, um, and, and how our lives are, are going beyond just baseball, um, which is, which is, which is incredible, honestly. Um, yeah. But as a manager too, he, he's, um, he's awesome. Um, you know, the amount of, uh, you know, and he doesn't do it very often. I mean, he did it, he did it pretty, pretty often last year, it seemed like, but, um, (laughs) I mean, just when he gets fired up and protects us as players, um, it, you know, it just it, it speaks volume that he, you know, he's he's willing to go out and and protect us as players um, for what we believe in, what he believes in, even if we're right or wrong. Um, the fact that he protects us is is uh, says a lot about who he is as a manager and and a person. So um, I love DB, and I can't say enough about him and and um, what he's done for my career at this point. Yeah, I mean, his – I was going to say, he, you can tell he's someone that is that absolutely has his players back, right, wrong, and different, all 26 of you guys, and he's never going to be someone who's going to throw you guys under the bus. And, I mean, I, I think a lot of that is because, I mean, he's Cincinnati baseball royalty. I mean, for crying out loud, his grandpa played here. His dad, you know, went to high school and played here. He, You know, he went to high school here. So it's – I you can tell that he's something like for, he loves the game and, and, but he understands what it's like to be a player and he's not going to hang someone off the drive. Even, you know, even if someone, you know, made a mistake, you know, someone hung, you know, hung a slider, they got obliterated. He's going to take the, uh, uh, take the blame on that one. So that just, it seems like an incredible dude. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, he's always there to, um, protect us as players um and just stand up for for us and and you know there there's there's a lot um that goes into that just you know for for my standpoint and and guys to see that as uh you know him protecting us it it goes a long ways yeah it's because i always find it uh interesting when he does interviews and stuff he's always very calm and very monotone and talks like that but then dude when that he gets fired up. He is out there, MFU, MF. You know, he's just fired up, and it, it goes like that. And it's is it, so. My question is, he is he like that all the time? Not not the upset, but the the monotone, the 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 persona he puts out when he does interviews. Is he is he more like that, or is he more of a fun living guy than, than he he lets us see? 
I mean, he's to be honest with you, he is he's the calmest person I've also ever been around. Which is you know, my first year getting to know him and him being so calm and then seeing him get ejected, I was just like, this, this those are this two different people. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, it, it, yeah, it's actually kind of insane at how, how calm and cool and collected he is off the field. And then when it's time to battle, mm-hmm. he, I mean, he puts on a, he, you know, he's a different person and, and puts on a, um, his, his game face. And he, I mean, he's ready to go to battle with, with anybody. And, uh, that's, what, that's, that's one also thing I do. something incredible. That's one thing I do like about him, and that, that's one thing I think we take pride in here is, is Cincinnati. Cincinnati, growing up in Cincinnati, we're grinders, we're hustlers. You know, no, nobody, nobody believes in us, all that stuff. I think David Bell has that in his in the way he manages, the way he stands up for you guys. And, I, and that's the one thing that, that we've known or we love in this town is grinders like Pete Rose, Chris Sabo, you know, Barry Larkin, these guys that, that, that just grind it out every single day. Like That's why I, I, you're one of my favorite uh, pitchers we got right now because that's why I, I see you. you. You just go out there and you and Graham, both of you, go out there and grind it out every single day. Even if you don't have your best stuff, you go out there and give it everything you got. That's it. I mean, that's all. I mean, that's all you can do, right? I mean, even if you feel a, if you feel seventy percent, like you got to give a hundred percent, right? I mean, right. I mean, it's it's, it's not going to get any easier. Um, and some sometimes some of those days where you where you don't feel as good are some of the best days you pitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's weird um, that, that way. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's just um, and this stuff doesn't you know this this career doesn't last long and. Um, you're not going to be, or you know, nobody's going to be around for forever. So it's it's one of those things that you got to make the most of every time you have the opportunity to. So exactly. So is there any uh, any new pitches or anything you're working on this year? Or are you sticking with the, the the same ones? Um. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start throwing a sinker this year. Um, there you go. So keep the ball on the ground at GABP. That's, that's I think a good yeah. idea. <laughs> that's the name of the game there. Um. Yeah. So I th- I played around with it in the bullpen um for a few years and just never kind of um thrown it um in the game so i think this off season uh, i talked to dj and uh our our um alone and our bullpen coach uh matt tracy um about about throwing it this off season and getting familiar with it so that'll be something i'll um i'll use this year a good bit as well so you're pretty comfortable with it to, to, to throw it in the game yeah, through my first live with it today was a, a big, uh, big, um, just kind of step forward was I faced hitters with it, um, and got some good, uh, good reaction, good, good responses to it. So I, I think it'll be a pitch that I'll, um, uh, I'll be able to use in game for sure. That's good. So That's good. Go are you going to throw that, um, to, to replace, I mean, do you, is, is it just the regular four seamer that you usually throw or was it, was it any kind of cut or anything or what's that? Wait, you're, you're, yeah, the uh, fastball that you usually throw or that you have thrown, is that just a regular four-seamer or do you, yeah, is it cut at all? Or Yeah, there? it was just a regular four-seam that, I mean, it. Um, D, DJ calls it a, um, a dirty four-seam in the respect that the, the metrics on it aren't exactly, like, perfect, I guess you could say. Um, it's not, you know, it's not good nor bad. It doesn't have a lot of, you know, ride to it or vert to it. It's just... Um, so it was just a regular four seam, but yeah, this year kind of adding that sinker, I'm you know I'm thinking it's going to be a an equalizer for me to get um, you know a fastball down in the zone, and then right. also have one that I can throw in the top of the zone. Well, that's so, the name yeah. of the game. You got you got to change pitches, change location, especially at GABP. Now, does, does that coming here from Detroit? Did, did that did the ballpark scare you at all? Because you know it's been known as one of the you know, hitter friendliest parks in, in NLB. Oh yeah, um, two totally different parts. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> literally could yeah. not be yeah. on farther ends of the spectrum when it comes to ballpark size. Um, so yeah, it, it was just one of those things that um, kind of in the back of my mind, kind of not. Um, and, and like you said, the name of the game is always just a pitch. Um, and you know what? Yeah, yeah, the ballpark's going to come into play at some point. But if in the end you're executing your pitches to a to, to the degree that you think you should, then you know what it's. And at the end of the day, you can't control what happens after that. 
Now, when you give up, which hopefully you don't give up too many of these, but you give up that home run pitch, are you a guy rather it just get blasted out or he or he barely got you? Um, I'd rather him get his money's worth um, because at that point I know I made a crappy pitch. Um, at that point I know it's it's on me. Um, whereas if I give up a home run that's just 80 miles an hour off the bat, I beat that guy and somehow or another the ball leaves the yard, it's like those are the ones you take home with you right? that, that keep you up at night. So. Yeah, last week, talking to Graham, he said he gave up one. I was 87 miles an hour off the bat. Yeah. That just has to be frustrating. I mean, that, that's soft contact. That's not even a solidly struck yeah. ball. That's just yeah. that's a, a fly ball. Those, I should have been out. <laughs> yeah. those, are the ones that, those are the ones that piss you off. Yeah. Um, just because, like I said, at that point, you know you made your pitch. Um, you know you beat that guy. You got weak contact. And like I said, at that point, it's out of your hands if that ball leaves the yard because there's 15 mile an hour winds heading out. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you know, you can't do nothing about that. Right. I do want to point out you own Shohei Otani. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Let's go. He is hitless against you and struck out in every at bat. Woo! All, all one of them. So what's so that's let, called let me... owning them? That's owning them. I don't care how many bad bats it is. I mean, let's keep it. Uh, let's let's yeah. keep it that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you're still not going to see him too much. I mean, he's you know still out in the West Coast, so he's not not in division. Thank God. But how do you go about like someone like that who can hit? He's so. I mean, he's able to hit any pitch in any zone. Do you just rely on the um, on the scouting report on someone like that, or do you want to lean heavily into what your strengths are? And if he hits your strength, he hits your strength, but you're not going to be beat on your third best pitch because that's what the scouting report says. Um, that's a, that's a double, that's a two way street or a double edged yeah. sword at that point. Um, I mean, if it comes down to like, you know, you know, kind of nut cutting time where you have to make a pitch, like, yes, you're going to go with your strength, you know, 10 times out of 10, but in the grand scheme of things, um, in the grand scheme of things, following the scouting report has its own um, has its own strengths as well. Um, obviously, it's telling you what that guy is bad at hitting. Yeah. Um, but like you said, if it's you know your fourth, third, fourth best pitch, um, you know you're you're much again. That's another one that you're gonna that's gonna keep you up at night is if you get beat with your fourth best pitch. Um and end up giving up a home run or the game went in hit or what, you know, whatever it may be, um, that keeps you up at night too. Um, just because you know, at some point, um, you have to go to your strength and, and that's all. Um, and that's one, that's one thing that DJ or, you know, Derek Johnson, our pitching coach said, you know, be great at what you're good at. Um, so if you're, if you're, good if your elite pitch is a changeup, but you know what Shohei Otani hits changeups well, you know, it, it's one of those things like, all right, well, who cares? At that point, it, at that point in every at bat, it's me versus you or me versus Are you, so you, you. If he hits changeup good, are you still throwing your changeup? Yeah, I mean, I, I think when it comes down to it, if he hits changeups, it's like, all right, well, now you start – we can go down a rabbit hole here, which, you know, we're about to pull up to our little hard destination. <laughs> but, um, you know, if, if he hits changeups, say he hits changeups good, well, it's like, all right, now we can dive down the rabbit hole of where, where the changeups that he's hit, right. where have those been at? Right. Yeah. Okay, well, he, he's seen five changeups. He's hit four out and a double on the other one. Well, all four of them were middle to middle in. Okay, so you just threw him a cookie, right? You know, yeah. so and and the one that he missed that he you know maybe grounded out on, um, was down and away off the plate. So you right. executed that pitch. So it's like right. you can't read too much into scouting reports, and 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 who hits what well unless you really dive into it and just see where those pitches were actually at. Awesome, awesome, Buck. I see you made it to your spot. One, one last yep. question, real quick here. What is Reds opening day like for you? If you for your experience at last year? Uh oh, never mind. I guess he's done. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. 
Okay, wife said he's gone. They're at the spot. They're gone. Anyway, thanks to Buck. That was awesome. He, he joined the show. But uh, that's interesting how he, he said that about the, the change-ups. I was, you know, because me not being a pitcher, I'm like, well, shoot, I might not might not throw that. But like you said, it's location. It's, we always talk about this location, location, location. So it depends on where he hit it, when he hit it, and all that stuff. Well, and, and that's why I baseball is my favorite sport because of the chess match. Yeah, it's a team sport, but it's really just a series of 1v1 matchups. It's the pitcher and the batter or the pitcher and the, you know, and the base runner. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, like you said, you can go down the rabbit hole and look at location or look at sequencing. Yeah. Okay. okay he's sitting like, he's got four home runs off changeups, but three of those are on first pitches. Cause he, you know, he's, he's sitting on a changeup. So right. if you're down, you know, if you got him down Oh two, what does he do on changeups low and away or, you know, uh, off the plate or, you know, elevated or whatever. And, and that's what's just that matchup. And beyond chess match, that, that that's just so cool, and, and I absolutely love it. And, and and I tell my kids this when I coach, like baseball is the best, like takes the best parts of all these individuals or of all these other it's, sports. It's the biggest one they have to concentrate on, I think, the most. That for yeah. me, it's it's the biggest exactly. mental game. I mean, you talk about basketball, and what's great about basketball? You've got you know, uh, um, coming down the stretch, and you're down you know d down a point, and you've got. Steph Curry, Giannis, who you know, pick pick whatever. Yeah, he's going to get the ball, and it's that one on one matchup. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that uh, one on one matchup to see you know who's going to win. Well, that's every single at bat in baseball. Yep, and, and it's just it absolutely just. I mean, it, it makes me all romantic and gooey. So you know, I it's just the coolest thing in sport. That's all. I can, that's all I can say. I'm hey. back. I'm back. <laughs> he's back. You didn't. Hey, I, I'm not gonna lie. My phone died the minute you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to end it, dude. I, I appreciate you coming on, but I was going to ask yeah. you, Reds, Reds opening day. This is always uh, this holiday here in Cincinnati. I think last year was your first year experiencing it. What was it like? And he left again. <laughs> I does not want to answer that question. I does not want to answer that question. I'm not going to get that question out. <laughs> that that, that kind of has to be hard because as a reliever, like Graham was saying, like, yeah, he can take it in because he's not starting that day, so right. he can kind of take in more of the festivities. Right. As a reliever, he probably has to stay. You know, He probably has his routine he's got to stay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ask it, ask it. All right, Reds opening day. What's it like for you? Is it because Graham loves it, but he's a he's a starting pitcher. You're, you're a relief pitcher. Did you ever have you gotten to enjoy Reds opening day? Um, a little bit. We, you know, I think we do the whole um Reds walk thing, and mm -hmm. um, I mean that's absolutely electric. I love every minute of it. Um, it is so fun and awesome sitting here. And, and being able to see just everybody that comes out, man, it, I, I, I live for that day. Actually, I live for so, opening so do day. We. we love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Buck, you've been on for an, almost fifty-seven minutes. I appreciate you didn't have to jump back on all these times going, that we lost <laughs> it. I appreciate it, dude. Um, hey, keep an eye out for my my boys, uh, Joey Carr and and Evan from Reds Daily. They're gonna be out there uh, yep. sometime here at the tra training camp. Maybe we can do some stuff with you out there. Okay, that'd be cool. So, Sounds good. Hey, man, keep in touch, and I'd love yeah. to do this again sometime. Thank you all for having me. Thanks, Buck. Absolutely. Take it easy. All right. That was cool. Awesome, dude. Fantastic, yeah. dude. I, I keep he kept jumping back on. I'm like, yeah. I would have just said forget it. Right. <laughs> like, we're done. <laughs> sorry, I'm, yeah, sorry I'm having technical difficulties. Yep. You know. Exactly. That doesn't know you anything. But, yeah, that, that's stand-up dude. Awesome guy. Exactly. He is a good dude, Paul. You're right. He is a real good dude. Because like he was actually driving his kids – they were going to like a, like like a, a souped up. It was like a cross between like, uh, a putt putt on, on steroids. Sound like I want to do it. It's like putt putt and top golf. Yeah, it was kind of what it seemed like. Yeah. yeah, I gotta yeah, I gotta check that out. I guarantee there's none here because we're not Cincinnati is exactly got, known as a golf uh, mecca. Well, but when he said that, I think they got something like that down in uh, Tampa because I know my brother-in-law last year was talking about going to something Tiger Woods golf thing. And, and and for his birthday, we never did. I'm like, dude, I'm down for it. Sounds sounds like fun. Because what Buck was saying, it's got like uh, sand traps and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, dude, that sounds like a lot of fun. So I might have to have to try that out. See, anyway, dude, Tiger Woods, Scottsdale. This, see, now I'm looking it up. There you go. Hey, this has been a fun week. Um, we did not get uh, Greg Vaughn on Thursday, but next Thursday, Greg Vaughn might be on again. <laughs> so maybe we'll we'll. Yeah, we'll interview a, 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 a another red, well, former red for one one glorious season. The '99 red season was awesome, and I still I hate Al Leiter. I wish we would have beat his ass. Anyway, Joe. But, but red Reds had 
Steve Paris. I mean, it, it didn't Dude, oh, matter. Okay, it, it's right, Steve Paris. Real quick, real quick. Just shout out to, to Don Gullett, who, who passed away. And, and that 99 yeah. team was because of Don Gullett. Dump he was one of the best pitching coaches. Chicken ever. wire. Yeah. He, that, that, and the, that starting staff was duct tape and pit and, and Yes. And the uh, Reds the Reds ownership took advantage of him because they never gave him uh, what could he have done if he actually got a frontline star? I mean he had, we had John Smiley. Um Pete Shirk was good for a minute. Well he made Pete Shirk good. Pete Shirk yeah. was on the scrappy from from the Mets. Yeah. yeah. He made I'm talking about somebody who, who they got here who was good. He had Browning at Rio. In, our, in the in the mid nineties, I can't remember when. Uh, I don't remember when uh, Gillett took over as pitching coach. Uh, but I mean, the, the Reds couldn't I, develop pitching. The, the Reds between I Tom say, Browning. And, I would say uh, he was there when Perez when Perez was a manager. I think, and then and then they got David Johnson. I think, yeah, okay. I think that year ninety three because he was there for a long time. And we got from Tom Browning until Johnny Cueto. The only Reds pitcher that they developed was Brett Tomko. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess before Cueto technically was Bailey. Bailey had a couple really good years that people conveniently yeah. forget about. Yeah, like he, he he was he had two no hitters. Bailey was legit. He, he was legit. He oh, he, he was. deserved he deserved that contract he was given. And and, and I will it's defend just... him to the death. He the day the day of my mom's funeral, he threw his first no hitter. Oh, nice. He didn't care what he does for the rest of his life. He like he could go out and get absolutely just destroyed. Every other, you know, and any other start, and and when he was struggling, like no, I would defend that guy to, to my death. Like he, you know, he made a shitty day, like a little bit better. So that was, yeah. you know, yeah, that's 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 the thing. That's that, and that's the thing that sports does. It, yeah. it, it, that's why I don't ever talk politics or any of that stuff on here. I don't, this is sports, man. This is this is. I always say this all the time. This is supposed to be fun. These shows this are is, supposed yeah. to be fun. It's, this is an it's, escape from from uh, from the real world. Yeah, it's two two friends on here shooting the shit. Am I your friend? Fun. Ah, sort of. Uh, maybe. Hey, thank you. I'm, I'm thank you, cleaner. Jeff. Uh, that, but that's what what it is. <laughs> but I mean, hell, that's what we just did with Buck Farmer for a whole hour. We just shot the shit with him, right. For an hour. So I mean, it was and and I I did hear him say he wanted to go have a beer with us. So I, I, I did hear that. I'm down. <laughs> me too. All right, brother. You have a wonderful weekend. I'll I'll see you next week. I'm sure. Well, Thursday, I'm sure you'll be on with me if I get uh, Greg Vaughn. I'll be here. As far as I know, I'm not doing anything. So. I'll be there. Okay, time, time to go. I'll see you later, guys. I'll be there. I'm taking myself off. Of- what the hell? Jeez, you don't like my singing. I don't, I don't get that at all. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, shout out to my sponsors, as always. Midwest Best Barbecue, go out there and get you some delicious barbecue this weekend. Midwest Best, baby. They got Uno Wings. They got G-Funk. They got CTB Wings. They got delicious chili. Dude, it is awesome. Go check out Midwest Best. Go check them out. Also, shout out to T-Properties. Quality housing for quality people. Jackpot Joey. All my sponsors, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you for watching. Please do me a favor. Share the show out. Hit the thumbs up. Uh, You guys have been absolutely awesome. I appreciate Like I said, I say this every show. If it wasn't for you guys watching, I wouldn't be able to do this. And like I said, this is is fun. And I hope you guys have as much fun as I do watching this show. But thanks for watching. I'm live streaming on ZTV Online, YouTube, Facebook, X, uh, Rumble, and then uh, the... If you're listening to the podcast, what's up? It'll be on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitch Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. You can follow me on all those, plus Instagram, threads, and TikTok. I'm working on trying to figure out how to live stream to Instagram and TikTok as well. I'll figure that out someday. I'm 48 years old. You know, technology is not the easiest thing for me. But you guys have a great weekend. Bearcats, hopefully, will win <laughs> on Saturday. That would be nice. Uh... This season has been rough. It's been fun, but it's been rough. It's been a rough season. Just just to watch them get so close so many times. But they're playing, I think, Saturday. Uh, we got the NBA uh, All-Star Game dunk contest. And for my hockey fans out there, if you've never watched hockey, there's two outdoor games this weekend. If you're going to watch one of them, watch the one on Saturday night. It is so cool. And, like, we're going to get an NHL team here. You know, the, the, the NHL commissioner wouldn't have said it. If it's not a possibility. I was talking to my brother over, over the weekend for Super Bowl, and he's like, ah, I don't really think that's going to happen. I'm like, then why would he say it? And then there are stuff in the works to try to build a new arena. So 
it, there is actual substance to this. Will it happen? I don't know. But I'm here for it, so start getting into hockey, people, because we're going to get a team. All right? You guys have a great weekend. Other than that, throw it up. That's your sports, baby. See ya!